sounds pretty sketch. <laughs> Whatever card my semen lands on, that's the one <laughs> I'm going after. <laughs> Adam number two, with Trombley two, Adam Lowry, it's our destiny, smash anvils, come on. Question, tell me what you think about me, I buy my own cardboard and I make proxies, mm. only hit the forge once a week, pull out my, pull out all my decks, check out my new dick sleeves, question. <laughs> 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 tell me how you feel about this, try to control me, counter spells, getting me pissed. Pay my own fun. Oh, I pay my own bills. Always 50-50 with Commander Smiths. The rock I'm rocking. I nabbed it. Pickle juice on your cards. You dab it. Gayest <laughs> cradle I'm tapping. You traded all the meat force who are independent. Throw your specs up at me. <laughs> all right. Destiny's Child. Good job. Um, I kind of I added the last part to give you a hint because it wasn't on there. This is, by the way, from Aussie Nate, Mister Aussie Nate. Uh, um, she's independent women. Oh, good job! Way to go! Yes, okay. high five. For high a while, five. I was thinking it was bills, bills, bills. But I mean, they have such a collection; it's ridiculous. Such an amazing collection. I, it's so good. <laughs> uh, so there's a couple things I added. The he had. Check out my new sleeves. And just before when I was going through the song, <laughs> I wrote in, oh, I got to put dick sleeves on there. Because yeah, I brought it up earlier. Yeah, we about I talk dick. about dick sleeves all the time. Uh, we, we have to make that a thing. And then I, <laughs> I added the the last thing to throw in the independent to help you maybe try to figure yeah, it no, out. Yeah, that, that helped me out yeah. a bunch. So uh, I appreciate that. Thanks, uh, Aussie Nate, for another song. I love As that. Always. I don't. I still have to tweak it, though. That's the thing is I have to mess with it a little bit. Can't leave well enough alone. Welcome to Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I am Adam Smith. And I am Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We are cousins. Yes. Uh, also, about the song I would like to bring up, the last time you sang, that was the second time you had sung that same New Kids on the Block song. Was it? Yeah. But it wasn't me that did it. Sure, sure. We can so play I, it on, on that, number exactly. two. But I know. And I almost thought the Destiny's Child. We've done fairly disappointed. We've done Destiny's you. Child before. I've done like two or three. Yeah, times. I know. So I was like, <laughs> I don't know if we've done this one, but it's not me writing it, so I'm fine with it if it's a, a repeat. <laughs> so I had done New Kids on the Block before. That same exact song. Really? Yeah. I, I want to know what the I the right sang. stuff. Well, Adam number two's was way better than yours. <sighs> You're a son of a bitch. I think it's episode 38. I looked it up. I just started going <laughs> yeah, through them all. I was like, like, I swear uh, I heard yeah, that song. Aussie Nate mentioned in the YouTube. He's like, oh, looks like New Kids on the Block again. I was like, I fucking thought so. <laughs> <laughs> started searching through everything. But I do here remember we are. that. I do actually. Because yeah, I remember yeah. I was talking about how that was uh, It was Cindy's, the same reaction. Like, oh, Cindy's favorite Cindy's song. Favorite, yeah. And I was wondering why it was already in my YouTube cube when I was like looking through this stuff. Well, that's like, because that's what I'm looking for. Like sometimes I have to listen to the song so even like right now but, but, no 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 for me it was on my youtube queue oh, when i was going I through it i was like right at the top <laughs> like it was, i've seen it a couple it. times because i look for it when i'm doing the notes and all right now moving you're on you're trying to make me look like an ass but it was a, it was a song request so mm -hmm. you failed mm -hmm. no 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 Dick you face. still look like an ass <laughs> All right, now let's get into this episode. Well, uh, so what do we got going today? We have quite a bit. We have our slaughter on site stuff. Yeah, slaughter on sites, legends in the ninety nine. So not your commanders. Are they not necessarily could commander. be your could commander, be, obviously. But, but we're trying to again stretch, stretch this list as long as we can. So well, we came up with a big list for the commanders too. So it actually is good that we're separating yeah. it. So it's fifteen yep. again. Fifteen of your. 
legendary creatures that end up in your the 99 main deck and uh you need to slot to them on site oh but first actually we're starting with a love letter aren't we yeah we are going to start with a love letter again aussie nate wrote in one about one of his favorite decks uh and it's uh so very... it's, a, it's an aussie nate episode is yeah, what you're trying to tell me yeah pretty much so then, and then we finish into what? We have an article that we kind of talked about this we, week. Or... Yeah, you found an article, brought it up, and just talking about a, a, a different way of looking at specs or just uh, it was very trying to find some value. It's, I like It's kind it, of yeah. a cool way to look at it. And actually, I'm going to start probably using the technique just a little bit. You know, I still have my ways of doing things, but this is also another way to kind of go yeah. through when you're trying to look mm-hmm. for specs. So, mm-hmm. uh, but first, our beer. I uh, want this beer because I'm parched. I also... So it's a surly sound into color, which is an imperial kettle sour ale brewed Ooh, with tart sour and raspberry. Yeah, Fuck you've yeah. been you've been asking for it for like a couple <laughs> months. So I found it. Here you go, bud. Oh, that is delicious. That's good. You know, that's so good. I was trying to find because we talked about the sours and all that. Mm-hmm. So I got desperate. I saw this in the freaking liquor store. It was. 20 bucks when i was looking at yeah, you got expensive. it for 15 or whatever i don't, know. I don't remember for four cans i just buying like blindly buy beer that i haven't seen at this, this is point. delicious it's really good so i Surly's ended up buying, out of minnesota i ended up buying another one uh, i think it's called uh, i'm gonna say that wrong i was gonna say spunky monkey but spunk mm. is not the right yeah. word no. it's something with the uh i've had it before but it's almost like 10 percent alcohol uh, we had beers watching a show, and the next morning I was like, God, it felt like I had like a rough night of drinking because there's just like three of them, and I was like, I feel like hungover. Hammered. <laughs> Hammered. Uh, but yeah, uh, I guess our next thing we got to talk about is the. Do we have to? <laughs> well, if people first like off, us are going to tell other we people have, we about have to us. Thank, or... We have to thank Trombley because that was oh, our, our most our patron, recent yeah. uh, patron on uh, Patreon. So you can go on Patreon. This is the last week before the end of March before you can get any of the um, proxies. Yeah, we have different tiers. If you do five or over, you're going to at least get one proxy. And from you get to request us. it. We already have one of our Twitter followers. Like uh, one this and that. Yep. So you can pick out which ones you want. But this is the last week. After this week, then we start the new month of April. Yep. Which again, how we calendars have a, work? We kind Sorry. of good job. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, you dickhead. I'm using dick a lot in this yeah. one. We have dick sleeves. You're a dickhead. <laughs> uh, but one other thing we kind of thought of too is with YouTube. You guys can go on YouTube and subscribe and all that stuff there. But we're going to start doing the month of April as well as we're going to do a drawing with all our subscribers. So. When you subscribe, it's just a continuous chance of getting a drawing of we'll pick a name out and yeah. we'll have like a thing if they don't really want the card, we'll go to the next person down the line. Sure. No, it, no, no. Nobody gets a proxy. <laughs> nobody gets it. But we'll but give a we'll proxy. Give a proxy. We'll give yeah. out a proxy of that month or whatever for that. So, so if you if you shift over to YouTube and or on Twitter, you can be at both or if you're on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, and we'll we'll figure out the, the YouTube thing, but that'll start in april april saying so you can still go subscribe to there all you have to do is subscribe and you'll have you'll always every month be in the drawing for potentially sure. getting a card yeah. so uh there's that and then you can also like larry's just saying go on twitter and follow us on there you can see our proxies of the week so if you want to see what we're yeah. actually tweeting about or lowry's beer that he doesn't share with me which which i like even better they're, they're very tasty generally yeah i get very disappointed and and i also post uh at the end of the week I will show off some of the trades that I have received. Yeah, that you got week. Uh, the ooze. Yeah, the ooze. I don't have that ooze. I'm very excited to put that in my Nikia deck. So, 
Um, I got my play set of Bedevil that way. Card Sphere has been really nice. So. Yeah. So you can kind of see the two different. Well, I don't show off my eBay stuff because it's a lot of specs and all that stuff. Yeah. Yours is more trading your cards away it's, for other yeah. cards. So I mine just, is. I just kind of show you what I have, and then I'm, in the I'm just going to show you my bank account. Uh, yeah. No. Just no? This is the cards I sold this week, and just be a douche and show all the money that I sell. Sometimes it's zero, so that'll be awesome. So casually, no, you can that. always email us about at Commander Smith. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I guess that's the last part. <laughs> uh, us, that's where we got a lot of the song suggestions. We got the uh, love letters. We if got you, if you're in the area, you can be like, "Hey, come and play with us." And we'll yeah, tell we you that we're too. That we, we'll tell you that we're too busy, we're but too we'll definitely bu- try. No, we are definitely. That <laughs> we'll is, definitely try. <laughs> that is on the books. Uh, that's one big thing that happened to me this week. Is I listed my house. I've been talking about it for a while. Listed my house. Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and got an offer, accepted offer the next day. So we're moving forward with all that fun stuff so that was kind of sweet um so now i my life kind of opens up a little bit until we start building the other house but anyways that's enough of personal life stuff so should we just so youtube twitter email all the fun stuff patreon commander smiths always commander smiths all the time (laughs) eventually dick sleeves I mean, we can have a, a combo with just like condoms of matter, like Commander Smiths on the side of condoms, and <laughs> it'd be twofold: dick sleeves, dick sleeves and, and condoms. We're going to start producing condoms. Might as well. <laughs> we, but we put on the package. This will not prevent <laughs> anything. You, for, it's just this, this will not prevent counter spells. <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> counter. Counter come. I don't know. All right. Uh, let's move into... Oh, oh you, you're, you're doing the love letter. All right. Okay. So, love letter is by Mr. Aussie Nate, right? Yeah. And he, he kind of went into a lot of detail. This it, It's about a deck. Um, and the deck came about just in response to other players that he plays with. And it's not really his style, but he's really fallen for the deck. And I think that happens a lot where you're just like... All right, fuck that other person. I'm going to make sure that I, I make a deck that I can beat. And then you tweak it and you just you put a lot of love and care into it. And you mm-hmm. just really, um, really like it. Uh, so the, the this love letter poem is called The Glass Braced Mage. Uh, before fight, before flight, before sight, before flee, last to the stack, yet first is he. The Glass Braced Mage... Uh, legacy is his name time a flash the stack his domain a subtle power he wields a power unknown the enchanted glass braces bear a token of home before state's effect before senses detect the glass brace mage is before cause and effect amongst a ship of heroes without much room rides a timely mage kin to the mushroom so in play and in lore, with little need to try, the glass brace mage, a historic fun guy. Fun guy, I get so it. So it's about Raf Caption, uh, ship mage, uh, which was printed back is uncommon Dominaria. from Dominaria. The uh, awesome legendary Dominaria uncommons. Yeah. No, this was really really fun and really well done. Yeah. So basically, that dude, what he does, he comes in, he has flash, and he makes all your historic stuff have flashes legends well. artifacts and sagas yeah. but uh yeah and he just you know in in the letter explaining the poem it's kind of talking about 
how he's just able to flash in whatever he needs at the end of turn or a surprise blocker. It just allows him to wait and do the best spell possible. And kind of do the Lowry threat in a way where he's like, you sure you want to attack me? Because I'll I'll do stuff. I can definitely do stuff. I can do things. It always backsfires. But (laughs) he was also talking about like, he actually has cards in there that can back it up. Mm-hmm. It's really, it was really fun to see and just like him talk about the love for that deck that he kind of has. Well, it's funny because we were emailing back and forth and I wasn't sure, like he didn't send it. He's like, I have this love letter, but I don't know, whatever. I was like, D- did you want to mail it to us? <laughs> like, I didn't know because he, he didn't give it right away. I was like, did you want to, you can email it or did you really want to just he mail it? He could have sealed it? it with a kiss <laughs> yeah. and sent it. Oh, this is complete side note. So this week, uh, I, you know, I did a bunch of orders the last, over the last couple of weeks. So it's like Christmas, mm. you know, magic Christmas. Yeah. Cindy was going through the letters and like every single one is mine, mine, <laughs> mine. But then she's like, I especially like that one. And I was like, why do you like that one? I like flipped over the card. Somebody had done like the whole put the wax on there and then oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> they did the wax on it and then melted their little symbol on it she's like i really like that one fantastic <laughs> i was like yeah it's uber nerd right there <laughs> that is, you gotta make sure the parchment gets there yeah. safe <laughs> but you gotta think with that wax thing you know they're on envelopes that has to get like caught in the you know, they're just ripped off. Yeah, the, I hope I'm they still part. lick it. Was it like completely loose everywhere else? No, it was. Like, it was sealed. Okay. Yeah, and that was kind of like no. A then, stamp. then they're definitely cool. Like, yeah, they're just adding a little bit. Well, surprise, it was still it. on there. You know, because it sure with those machines, they get so pissy about if. Well, there's maybe any they ridge sent it, it via Raven. Yeah, like, <laughs> the just, like, owl it in. Yeah. from uh, Harry Potter. Whatever nerd you're akin to, I was go. thinking Game of Thrones, but I got you. We got we got on the horizon. Oh, a couple weeks away. What? game of thrones oh is it yeah april what don't okay. e- don't even act like you're not excited i can see your pants rising <laughs> <laughs> they're always that way oh good for you Lowry. <laughs> okay all right so, so in, slaughter we... the 99 legends kill him we made a snowman she touched my leg okay kill him all right so let's start it off uh from the top so I okay. So remember, we're oh, yeah. we're not basing this on combo. Like there there are plenty of uh, commanders that kind of just combo off and win. We're avoiding that, or just even in the ninety nine, trying to avoid that kind of power level a little bit. But also, um, these cards are also good as commanders. Yes, we're just saying these are also very solid in the ninety nine, and you're going to see them. So we, often, and you might not see them coming either. So to kind of give you the background of these, this the next two episodes, we put a big list together of legendary creatures, and then we went through the list and we're like, okay, this one as a commander is it's just combo. Like how you're building crazy. the deck, it's going to be combo, combo, combo. You're going to synergy, win. very good. The other, the ones that we're choosing for this week's episode are more of. They could be your commander, but most likely you're seeing them as a 99, and when you see them appear, they need to die as soon as possible yep. because it's just helping out. In general, you don't need to build the deck around them. They just help your deck out completely. Yeah. Yep. So starting and off, the, the biggest one, I mean, not biggest one, but this one's pretty ridiculous when it comes into play by making everything indestructible. Yeah. Uh, Avison, Angel of Hope, uh, this goes in a ton of decks. Uh, it's an 8-8 Flying Vigilance, costs 8 to come out. And it just gives all of your permanents 
uh, indestructible. Including her. Including herself. So she protect, protects herself, protects all of you. Yeah, things. normally you see these kind of cards when it's like, all other whatever get yeah. hexproof or all other, this is and all the vigil- your permanent. Vigilance allows you to like be able to attack with their willy-nilly, mm-hmm. and people might just block, but like you can't remove their stuff. They're going to be able to leave the Vigilance at least back to block, and it's not going to die super easy. Um, so if you don't have that exile effect in hand, that person's going to take over the game very quickly. Yeah. Because, you know, they could easily just do a board wipe on their side, and it's one-sided. Yeah. And that's basically game over at that point. Um, and so this card goes in a ton of 99, and it's it's just it's quite good. Quite good. Quite good. <laughs> quite good. I've, I've, I faced this card... Um, I faced you uh, with uh, this card. It's amazing. Yeah. Like you get if you get uh, any sort of protection like hexproof or shroud on it, it's just so hard mm-hmm. to remove. I um, think the the only thing I was able to get it is I had to. It was a cyclonic rift was the only way I got away with getting that guy yeah, out of there. Yeah, but I've had it where, um, oh, what was it? There's a there's a black legend that you can pay two black and X and reduce a, a creature's toughness oh two black and x um torment of hailfire no 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 you love that it's a it's a creature i'm just being a dick (laughs) what's new you're just being you (laughs) what's new pussycat whoa 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 Uh, so but i I, and then they were able to reanimate avison i i just continued to kill it while they continued to reanimate it and i was like this is an awful game (laughs) i concede so no no. Uh, all right. Next on our list is Jin. What is this? Oh, man. Gitaxius. My freaking internet is going so slow. Jin Gitaxius Core Augur. Augur? Augur. Augur. Uh, no, but it's. <laughs> That's not a word. It's a crap ton to come out, but when it comes out, it's kind of ridiculous. The fact that it has flash is also pretty sure. brutal. Yeah. So it's two blue and eight colorless. It's a 5 4. At the beginning of your end step, draw seven cards, and then everybody else's hand size is reduced by seven mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so the only way that they're going to have cards at the end of their turn is if they have something that says that their hand size is increased which you'd have to have another one of these out yeah and this can get really crazy in like a green blue deck mm-hmm. where if you have any sort of uh, we talked about it last week i believe is like untapping mana so let's say that you have a bear umbra out and you have five mana and what you do is you attack with Bear Umbra, and with the trigger on the stack, you tap the five mana you have, they untap, and you're able you tap the five again. And because this has flash, mana, has flash, boom. put it into play, and that can be super quick and easy. And that's just brutal so early game. Yep. Uh, and it's just at the end of games when people are playing powerful things, if they don't have a response, they're just like, I got to play as much as I can, mm-hmm. and then. I'm top decking and it's just so troublesome. Even if they're drawing a, a ton of cards, they still have to discard all of that at the end of their turn. Yeah. And so this card just, you got to get it off. You got to slaughter it right away. Even them drawing seven cards puts you in such a hole. Mm-hmm. And that that's why if you can't kill it before the end of their turn, I mean, it's not already too late, but it's kind of. I mean, they're Once drawing it, seven it, cards. If it goes all the way around to that player and they've drawn seven extra cards and everybody else had to discard, then it's game's game pretty much over. Yeah. That means nobody had anything to stop you. You're doing whatever you want. And yeah, like you said, then you're just top decking at that point and mm-hmm. you're done-ski. 
Uh, next one is uh, an old favorite, kind of. We have two of them in this spot a little bit. Yeah, so the Eldrazi Titans from the original Rise of Eldrazi. So you have uh, Ulamog and... The Infinite Gyre and Kozilek, the Butcher of Truth. Now, they both have Annihilator 4. That's the bitchin' part. Yeah, that's the part why, why you want to kill it that turn, if you can, before they can attack. Because mm-hmm. you're going to have to sacrifice four permanents before you even block Gets a with block, it. yeah. yeah. Uh, the Ulamog, you get, it gets to destroy a permanent target. Exile. Per- or exile. Uh, target permanent. And Kozilek, you get to draw four cards. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they're both getting a benefit when they come in. So there's nothing you can do about that. But it's the when they get to attack part can get kind of brutal. Annihil- yeah, it just it ends up being so one-sided. Unless you have a ton of permanents. Like this, it, it might not be as effective against like a token deck, but you're still sacrificing a ton of tokens. Yeah. And if you are like a Voltron style player or um, you're playing efficiently, so you're like at five mana, I'm going to play one spell. It's just kind of like, I don't have enough to sacrifice to this. Yeah. Then it's, you're after two turns, you're pretty fucked it, or yeah. even one turn. Like, well, you should have enough out early or late hoping, enough game. But, yeah, but, but if somebody wraths, yeah, and then they the play this, they're just out, like, fuck. All right. Uh, all my land are gone. Shit. Yeah. And so it, and, and getting rid of your land basically ends the game yeah. for you. Uh, so you just kind of got to hope that you can live through it. Hence why, um, whatchamacallit was banned. Uh, why am I breaking? That's a candy for, uh, candy bar. What? Hence? No. Whatchamacallit. Whatchamacallit. Oh, it's gotcha. I was like, <laughs> hence is not banned. What is hence? hence? I've never heard I of don't hence. Know. You've been uh, watching too many Bud Light commercials. Why am I brain farting on mm-hmm. her name? Uh, the one that's banned. Emrakul? Yeah, God, oh. why was it? Wow. Because that had Annihilator 6 and the extra turn part. So that's yeah, like that's you're basically getting, playing it, casting it. Oh, and you get to do the Annihilator that basically same turn. Well, not same turn. It's the next and turn. And single-handedly, Ulamog and Kozilek hose mill. So if you're playing any mill, you just stuff this in your deck. Yeah. If you get to play it, it's going to be amazing. And if not, if you mill it, you get to your graveyard back. And more often than not, Kozilek is in a lot of my decks because... A, it's colorless, so it can go in any of your decks. Mm-hmm. But because of what you just said, there is the reason. If I'm playing a deck that I'm drawing a lot and have the potential of milling myself, then it goes in there just in case I need that going to have into it the go graveyard. Back and get you your cards back. Yeah, and and even if I don't, like you said, I'm drawing four cards off of it, and it has annihilator, and it's a fucking huge fucking creature. Lots of fucks, fucks. there. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of. That fucking, was inappropriate. There's a lot of fucking going on. <laughs> Not here. I'm I'm celibate. Don't worry. (laughs) All right. Our next one is... Is it me or you? Well, we kind of split it. Why don't you take this Aurelia, the war leader. Uh, This one is uh, six mana. It's in red-white. Flying, vigilance, haste. Whenever it attacks, you get to untap all of your creatures that attacked and have another attack step if it was your first time. So you only... It doesn't go infinite on itself, obviously. (laughs) Here's an infinite card. You attack, and you get to always untap and attack. So this this card goes so amazingly in anything with attack triggers. Yeah, anything. And if it's your commander, it's fantastic. But it, even as a utility creature, like I have it in my Kahiji deck, and what that does is I play it. If Kahiji's in play, I attack with all my guys that it's advantageous to attack with. Everything gets plus two, plus oh from Kahiji. And then I get another attack step 
and it gets another plus two plus oh. So everything that attack step gets plus four plus oh. Yeah. Because they, so they the stack second, triggers yeah, and they don't go away. It doesn't go, go away. away until the end of and your then, turn. You know, if you can attack again, like it just gets bonkers. Like if you if you flick uh no no no. Uh so <laughs> take that no, no, back. No. <laughs> uh so this card is crazy good. And if it comes down, you gotta kill it before it gets that attack in because it does have haste. It has haste, so you have to kill it immediately. Yeah. yeah. You hope that you have something up. Alright, uh next card is Razaketh. We've talked about Razaketh quite a bit. Um this card basically lets you search through your library. It's a freaking ridiculous demon. It's a stupid tutor. You pay two life, sacrifice creature, and search for any card in your library and put it into your hand. Uh flying trample. It it takes a eight, lot to eight. come out, but so it's kill immediately because they're going to be able to still do it but it's going to at least force them to sacrifice go search for they, things yeah they can't wait and for an advantageous time yeah and hopefully you're not playing a black blue deck where they just go counter spell and, and they might they, they might be able to do that they mm-hmm. they could like sacrifice a creature and go search for protection for it in, yeah. uh in response to you trying to kill it so that that could be this could be really difficult to get rid of and an 8-8 flying tramples pretty uh, tough to deal with it's kind of big it's kind of big it's kind of big yeah. it's not no it's it's more of the searching for any card because then you have every answer that you need sure yeah but i mean yeah the 8-8 eight, eight trample flying this could have not... almost went on a, uh, another list that we'll do in like two weeks but it's already it's, too late it's already too late yeah, it kind of is. it's already too but late to put it on that list though too it is because we said it here we well let's just here. let's do the rewind like we just did a second ago <laughs> that wasn't real <laughs> oh it wasn't no shit <laughs> it's not how that works <laughs> but it, I, I would say though getting it that first turn making them sacrifice as long as they already don't have like a crap ton of tokens sitting out there uh, yeah, you, you're making them do it right away, you know. But if they are, it depends. They, like you said, they might go get something that protects them. Uh, especially if this is your commander. But that's why we're saying it's the 99. You're not most of the time going to see this as your commander. I would think. I and there there are some of these we'll we'll talk about them. But some of them are so scary at commander that you wouldn't want to play it there yeah. because oh, you'll yeah, just get straight point. up killed. And we'll so, talk about this might be one of them. Yeah. So that like, uh, that's a good point because we talked about it before the podcast that. Some of the the ones that are as the commander, or not as the commander, in this list, if they were your commander, you would be the immediate target and you would have to die as soon as possible. Yeah. Because if you get that out, it's already too late for basically everybody, yeah. kind of. So, like, if, if, I had, if I saw Razaketh as the commander, I would want to put that person... I, maybe not kill them no. instantly, Get but them put check, them within 10. Check them down. Before they can play yeah, they're, this. They're getting to six so mana. You're like, okay, well, we. I need to be able to kill you in one yeah, turn. So. I need to, if, even if you, like, and again, not having combo involved in this, but if you have a ton of pressure that you can put on this, if they have something that can go gain them a ton of life back, like, this card is able to toolbox whatever you need to have happen. Yeah. And so this is a super scary card either way. Totally agree. All right, next Slow card. Micaeus the Unhollowed is uh, probably a little too combo-y for what we're talking about, but still it's a ton of great value. Uh, this one's a six mana, five, five, intimidate. Whenever a human deals damage to you, they got it's destroyed, and um, it gives all of your creatures the, uh, is it undead? Like undying. when they die, they undying. All your, all your non-human, non-human creatures yep. get undying. So when they die, they come back with a one, one counter on them. If they didn't have a one, one counter on them already, this card just gets you a ton of value. Um, 
and like <laughs> the computer screen just went this freaking i don't know there's like an advertisement going on on the side so it's just it's slowing the shit out of my computer right now if you go to patreon and donate <laughs> we can get, adam might get better internet yeah <laughs> probably not because you live out in the boonies <laughs> no. oh yeah this is uh, i just want to close this now so but uh Machaeus the unhollowed is just dirty if you don't get rid of it the human, the human type is. It's the most common. Frequent. It's yeah. the most common uh, class. You would be, which it's kind of crazy. If you when did. you when you go through, you'd be pretty surprised at how many humans you actually play as well. What the hell is going on? This stupid. Well, it's the same commercial. They're just trying to. No, but I'm trying to give me to refresh this, and then it comes really... back, and then there he is. Hey, guy. Just get rid of it. And now he's gone. God damn it, goldfish! Damn you, scuba Steve! So. But um, this card was reprinted in Ultimate Masters, uh, but this card is really quite good. Uh, yeah. You need to... Because, again, it does have combo potential, accidental combo potential. Yeah. Um, it goes in a ton of... Like, Gave Guru of Spores, you just let all of your creatures come out and kill Gave. It comes back with no 1-1 counters on it, and, but it gets all of its 1-1 counters back. Mm-hmm. And so you can continually... Continue, yeah. It's not necessarily combo-combo, but Gave is a stupid broken commander as well, which we forgot about on any of these lists. <laughs> Shut up, Lowry. I'm yeah. going to cut that now. <laughs> all right, next on the list, we've talked about this guy uh, quite a bit. Actually, over the last couple of weeks, I think we've talked about him a little bit, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Don't we? Foreign Clicks, Voice of Hunger. What? Go ahead. What? This is well. This is the one. If this if was, this was your if commander, if this was somebody's yes. commander, you would go, oh, "Fuck you!" Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're you're going to be within like five points of life. I'll let you hang around. Yeah, but, but I need to I'm, be able to, and have the actual five points of damage in your hand that can yeah, kill him instantly. <laughs> I am not because it will still t- stay tapped if you tap mana yeah. to kill it. So we've talked about this before, but it's it's eight to come out. It's a seven six trample. But the main thing of this is. Your mana doubles. Your opponents, when they tap it, stays tapped for an extra turn. So, yeah. sucks. <laughs> this card is awful to play against. Oh, I know why we talked about it because you had it in your Nikia deck. Nikia deck, yeah. and we it's saw it coming, there. and we still didn't do anything about it. And then it was in play, and then we still didn't do anything. So about we're just it. letting everybody know that was playing in that game. You had to have killed it <laughs> yeah. as soon as you could, uh, because with you keeping your lands tapped if you're not doing it to remove it whatever you're casting is still staying tapped for your next turn yeah, so it's, brutal. it's stupid it is so brutal and again um like the the only and best way to deal with vorinclex is if you see it on the stack you tap your mana in response to keep it in your pool Good point. And then once Vorinclex is in play, as long as you have the instant to destroy, yeah, do something it. Yeah. with it. Or, or like if you have, you just want to use your mana for like an ability that yeah. you can do on board. Do just all do your all stuff. that before you don't aren't able to untap your land. Yeah. Like the card is, it's stupid. It's stupid. Kill it. Kill <laughs> yeah. it. Slaughter. God, I just do the kill it. You take yeah, the slaughter part. I know. We came up with it, and I don't use it at all. (laughs) If you don't believe in it, how are other people going to believe in it? Well, you know what? We have Slaughter on site, but then I add the Dumb and Dumber thing in there, so it has both of us covered. You're doing the Slaughter. I'm doing the kill. Got it? Mm -mm. No. All right. (laughs) Empress Galena uh, is maybe not something that 
uh, is going to win the game, but it's just going to piss everybody off. It's a off. huge dick move. Yeah, so this one is, it's a creature, legendary creature, obviously. Uh, you ta- pay two blue, tap it, and you can steal any uh, legend. Legendary permanent. Yeah. So, so people's it, commanders. People's commanders, obviously. Just hold that up until the end, and then you can take people's planeswalkers yep. or any other legend in play. But mainly just their, uh, and I believe it stays even if yeah. you kill Empress Galena. It says that this. Well, it says it doesn't end at the end of turn, and it doesn't have. Normally, it have the reminder text, or you know, it oh, have the text. As long in there. as this is in play, yeah, this that is, does not have that there. here. Yeah. So you just get to keep their legend until they kill it. Stupid. It, yeah. No, this is just an. Do annoying... we play with this card? I do. Yeah, of course you do, you dick. I have it in my Cumena deck. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> such a dick. I do not, because I don't own this card, because I wouldn't go and buy this card, because it's such a dick move. But yes, Yeah, well, I bought it. it because it was a really good idea. <laughs> I, I definitely have cards. It's not a good idea. It's just a good card. It's just, we, I'm going to steal all your shit. We should make a list of like, cards that just fuck with people's <laughs> commanders. I actually want to make... Oh, fuck with people's commanders. I just yeah. want to make a... Not a deck like that I win, just a deck that just fucks with everybody's shit. This could be kind of in there. <laughs> no win condition yeah, whatsoever. There's nothing. <laughs> there's no way I win. The way I win is that I see everybody get mad. <laughs> sounds like a counterspell deck. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on counterspells so, this Kalina week. is Ugh. annoying. Uh, it's not going to win you the game. It's just going to win you the, the hatred of everybody. Well, a lot of times when you have these, you know, if it doesn't leave the play or whatever like uh w- one that i was putting on the list and then i forgot what or you pointed out it wasn't legend willow satire dude willow satter satter yeah that one at least has when it untaps you lose it then you yeah. lose it this you, you, you just can take can, that one can, can, can and i'll take it? that one like I'm there's no down multiple times there's no downfall to her it's it's a one three for five that's oh. a downfall on itself yeah that's that's the downfall mm. <laughs> All right, the uh, the that next should have been as like a commander, maybe as the general. It'd be like a if you see that general oh, dick. So right if there. you if you see this as somebody's general, oh yeah, you're like I'm they gonna kill die. that person. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm gonna hold up that. That's probably the downfall of that one. Where yeah. if if it is your commander, people are just gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna make sure that. Well, I, I think have. that's partially when we started discussing. Wasn't that yeah, card yeah. specifically, or was it a different card? Maybe I think not. it was Vorinclex, but oh, could yeah. be Empress Galeno. But it's just if you have removal and you're like okay i'm gonna save this for empress galena i'm not gonna let that go off yeah i don't they kill you, it you just yeah you, you'd slaughter it uh so the next one felled on the third path i use this in quite a few decks yeah. this is the two red one colorless it's a two three you can tap two and a red uh you tap it put a token onto the battlefield that's a copy of target creature card in your graveyard except that it's an artifact in addition to this other type and then you have to sacrifice it at the end of the turn yeah so you're able to keep playing cards from your graveyard uh sometimes you can do cool things where it's worm coil engine or something like that and then that. when you and sacrifice, sacrifice that it, token you get stuff and yeah there's a lot of crazy things i haven't even thought of using this as your commander it's always in my 99 yeah i i, I agree with that like i i think it's just a great graveyard utility card that should go in a ton of red decks like i had this in my brea deck because you're sacrificing artifacts mm-hmm. and being able to bring it back you know being able to do like a magister sphinx put it into play somebody goes down to 10 life sacrifice uh magister sphinx bring it back with felled on the third path put somebody else to 10 yeah. everybody hates you yeah that's <laughs> larry loves it when everybody hates him yeah 
that's kind of a goal. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean, like I having if you can get value out of that creature coming into play or leaving the battlefield, mm-hmm. that's the best. You know, there's mere battle sphere that puts four one one tokens into play. Those you don't get sacrificed. Keep doing it. Keep doing it yeah. over and Thrag over. Thrag Tusk will gain you five life, and when it dies, you get a three three beast token when you sacrifice it. Solom Simulacrum. You know, when it comes into play, go find that. Yeah, so you're basic getting land. double of that. When yeah. you sacrifice it, it is. Uh, and you it, draw a card. And like, I think those kind of things are really good with it. Thinking about it, like a lot of the ones, and we do have a couple of the generals that are monocolored, but I think that's part of it why I'm like, the they make it into this list, the, more of the monocolored than the dual colors, because you're limited to just red. Mm-hmm. You know, So if this mm-hmm. was your commander, you're only limited to artifact creatures in red of things that do what you were just yeah, talking and, about, whereas there's a pe- lot cooler stuff with all the other colors. I think as this, as your commander people clearly see what you're doing you're like oh you're putting that in your graveyard okay why is that happening (laughs) oh it's your commander but but as this in your 99 you you probably don't get the hate for your graveyard where people are like well who can i aim my bajuka bog at oh fell down to the third path player yeah you're that's happening but you can gain or like gain a graveyard presence with this in your 99 and it'd still work out really well for you and this is why it this is perfect in my grenzo deck because that's the deck that i first started using them really because mm-hmm. grenzo you're trying to put stuff into your graveyard and then put it on the bottom you know you're not putting it using his ability and you could get creatures that cost too much into your graveyard well then this is a way to be able to use those creatures yeah. and all that so uh, he's he's he just generates a ton of value. So that's you you want to make sure that player does not get that kind of value because yeah. you're just going to fall behind really quick in that. Typically, way. he does die pretty quick when I've played him before. As he should. Yep. All right. Next one is one of Lowry's favorites because I'm a dickhead. Elish <laughs> uh, Norn Grand Cenobite. Uh, four seven vigilance. Uh, other creatures you control get plus two plus two. Other creatures you don't control get minus two, minus two. This one we would get caught up with. So where I'd like cast things, and I'm like, all right, so I get this. Oh, it never even end, it ended yeah, the it, battlefield, it and died. it's dead immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. Like this card sucks. It just controls the board so bad. Like things. It gets that, rid of a ton of utility creatures mm-hmm. again with your opponents, and because they, it, it basically takes away all of the early turns for creatures that your opponents did, and then it turns your early gameplays like wood elves are nothing you know what i mean they're a one one they're a chump block and then they get you a land into play but then if you're playing elsh norn comes into play turns into three three a little bit more of a threat or a little bit more of a blocker and if if somebody has a four four and they go goes down to a two two like that all your one ones just became better than their four fours yeah think of it that way and that that is a huge swingy effect when this comes into play and it happens even if it comes into play and they kill it instantly it's still a little board wipe going mm-hmm. on so that you gotta you gotta get rid of it really fast we've even been caught like where we've gone to the next turn and like oh shit my card's dead because you're damned like yeah you forgot that the damn minus two minus two yeah, it's pretty brutal. All right, the next one is Azusa Lost But Seeking. Uh, this is one where you may play two additional lands on each of your turns, which is pretty stupid. I love this card. No, it is. It's and so good. Like, of course. It's deceptive. 
the uh, plane that it, it doesn't seem like you want to kill this right away because it's like well how are you gonna you, no big deal you, go ahead you get extra land that, that doesn't matter well it doesn't matter this turn but three turns from now when i have six more mana than everybody else or not six my math did no not you could do there. math however three. you want six three no 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 because they get two extra so they're playing three oh yeah i guess it is the two it's not so just one yeah yeah, yeah yeah okay my math was right i'm gonna yeah. delete the part where i just no, said that my no, math no. was wrong <laughs> So yeah, six extra over everybody else. Uh, if, you're if able you're, to play so much more heavy stuff, uh, things, no. game winner stuff at that point. It makes drawing extra lands not as harsh because mm. you're able to get that advantage and going out quick. Um, there's plenty of styles that allow, like, crew, uh, Centaur of Crufix. Crufix. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the one where you gain on life every time. Is that yeah. what that guy? Yeah, and then you look at the top card yeah. and you can play land from the top. That allows you to go through your deck really quick. This card is just in a lot of good style decks. This card is crazy. Works really well with Crucible of Worlds, replaying your fetches a yeah. ton. Like, this card has so much utility. Take your strip mine out. Strip mine their land. Put it back up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that Be sounds a dick like a dick it. move. Yeah. <laughs> So, but like the other thing is, is like they can't actually do it quick enough. You can all like if you have lands that you can play right away, put into play. Even if somebody goes to kill, you still get Azusa to play those lands because lands don't interact with the stack whatsoever. Mm-hmm. As long as it's your main phase, you can be like, you still hold priority. I, I'm going to play this land. Yeah. They're like, okay, I can kill you. It's not even a priority thing. If it's on your main phase, you can play land at any time, mm-hmm. even if something's on the stack. Yeah, uh, and so if somebody's like. I'm going to play a land. I'm going to go kill your Azusa. Okay, well, I'm going to play these two lands. So, yeah, get that out. And then out. you just get that out, and you get it, and right there you just ramped a ton. But at that point, it's not already too late. It's already too late if you let it go a few turns. If it goes, and Yeah, like, if it goes a few turns, you're just going to get buried in that land advantage. And if they get it on turn three, which is this is a three drop, you, you better fucking kill that thing. Heck yeah. <laughs> but it, it does come up. When it comes on the board, it doesn't look as threatening. It's a one-two. Yeah. And a lot of times people are like, well, you getting land is not hurting me. You know, it's directly not doing damage to me, but indirectly it will do damage to you yeah. later when you're able to cast things way ahead of when the curve should be casting things. So, mm-hmm. all right. Next on our list is a card that we actually discussed as a general and then kind of made a downshift down. Yeah, this definitely can be either. It can be either, but we kind of thought there, you made a point that you have this in multiple decks where it isn't your general. Yeah, so Athreos, God of Passage. Um, essentially, it's a god from Theros. Uh, whenever you have a non-token creature die... Uh, you can have an opponent choose if they want to pay three life. If they pay three life, that creature goes into the graveyard. If not, it just goes back to their hand or back into their hand. And so, so this recently spiked because of Tesa, because Tesa you're sacrificing, and, and then they you would have, have to double trigger take six life <laughs> if they wanted that to the graveyard. So basically, you're always getting your creatures back with Tesa in play. I have this in my car. Uh, Crav. Crav, yeah, Crav and Regina deck. Um, I think I have it in another one. I'm trying to think of other black-white decks that I have. But this, this just as a value recursion, is amazing. And it's so hard to get rid of since it's indestructible. Um, and again, it, it can be an enchantment or a legend, but this, this card is fantastic as just utility in a ton of your graveyard or in a ton of your decks yeah and if you get the uh it's a three drop for a five four but yeah, really that's the other thing. three drop <sighs> crazy yeah uh all right next on our list is skitherix one of Lowry's favorite the blight dragon 
it's a flying infect dragon with it's a flying four four you can tap one to give it haste until end of turn i was like haste uh and then sounds like you just had fun in your pants haste (laughs) i had fun nice i do like this card a lot yeah uh i don't use it anymore that i had that i had that infect deck that i made but so i i actually had one i traded mine when i was like 10 11 bucks Ooh. it's right now it's 26 i don't feel bad <laughs> i would still not use it like i was like i'm never going to use this thing i'm probably going to get burnt in the long run on this. actually i like I the care. art on this one a lot i've always liked this art on skitherick so uh that's another reason uh so it also has regenerate so that's the thing is if they cast it and maybe attack with it that same turn if they aren't leaving the mana up for keeping it regenerated get, get rid, rid of, of that it, thing yeah. as soon as possible because I mean, if it just attacks alone, three turns you're dead with infect. If they don't pump it, if they pump it, yeah, you're you're kind of in trouble. And if this is like the only poison thing that you got going on in your deck, it's probably not as bad. Mm-hmm. But more than likely, if this is in there, you're you have a semi theme on it with like uh, exoskeleton or or you know uh, you're probably green black infect, and this is utility creature in there. You're your big beater. Remember, or, this was my commander. No, I I do. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> it was almost kind of a when he came out. If I could attack with him, a lot of times it was, it was that person's dead. Yeah, yeah. That that deck wasn't fun, so I killed it because everybody hated it. See, all right. Just the, my uh, point. Another god on our list, Lowry. Uh, the Scarab God. Uh, this is a five-five for five, uh, and essentially uh, during that player's upkeep, they get to scry. And I can't quite read the card. Oh, okay, it, this is one that we had on our uh, top top setters too. But it's True. begin your upkeep for how many zombies you have. You can scry X, uh, and then you can tap two a blue and a black exile target creature until end of turn or from anybody's graveyard, and then it becomes a four four black zombie, including what else, whatever the card yeah. is and all that. And again, this is a solid commander as well. But in the ninety nine, this allows you to just get a ton of advantage from the graveyard uh being able to get those utility creatures as four fours yeah um you know again that wood elf this solemn simulacrum the ones that died early game coming back as four fours and giving you that kind of utility and you're stealing crazy. from other people's graveyards yeah. as well which is pretty ri- ridiculous yeah, in just, itself yeah exactly you're you're doing graveyard hate in that regard as well and then you know the last thing with these gods is if it gets killed not exiled but if it dies it goes back into your hand at the beginning of your next uh, yeah. end step so and so you can always just be like well i'm gonna let that go into the graveyard and then if somebody does graveyard removal you just put that into the command hands on you're like well all right yeah well that's if you did a lot of work doing 99 right also true yeah so uh but yeah scarab god i know it's 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 down now of course that sucker was huge when it was actually in standard this that was a 40 dollar card this card is a really powerful card so uh all right and then our last on the list for slaughter on site or kill him is atali primal storm uh, I haven't got to use this as much as I'd like to, but it's um, it's a dinosaur. It's an elder dinosaur. <laughs> uh, two red, four colorless, six six, and whenever it attacks, each exile the top card of each player, or is it each player? It is your itself too. Yeah, so that's kind of the cool thing. Yeah. It's each player you exile the top card, and then you may cast that if it's a non-land uh, permanent. Yeah, this be a permanent, right? No. No, you may cast any number any of non-land cards. So as long as it's not a land, yeah. you can cast it for free. 
So this stupid is stupid. Awesome. In the 99, this allows you to do a ton of stuff. So I have this in my Ramos deck because it allows you to just play spells for free, build up Ramos, Gills, get all the the counters on them. Yeah, exactly. And then you can you know do because it's just free counters on Ramos essentially. And then you remove those counters, do whatever you fucking want with 10 mana. Um, but this card is crazy in anything. Like if you put this in a deck that has Aurelia or Aurelia, the war leader as a commander, like you're getting multiple attack triggers off of it. Anything that allows you to abuse that kind of thing is that just puts you ahead so fast. Yeah. Um, you're, you're in trouble if you see this card across Yeah, it, and they have some sort of abuse. The nice thing is it doesn't have haste. If it had haste, you're in fucking trouble. <laughs> yeah. That'd be, that'd be a lot of trouble. And, I mean, it's a good thing that something like Lightning Greaves isn't very common. <laughs> no one plays with that. <laughs> no one at all. That's sarcasm. For those of you that are reading this in text form. <laughs> They're reading our podcast in text form? Yeah, you get it if you email us. <laughs> we, will, we will transcribe we'll it translate the entire episode. Even if you the, only want to read. Even the dick sleeves and the fucks and all that. They want to read that? or I don't I'm know. not going to like literally fuck them. What? No, I said I'm not. Okay. Literally right. going to fuck them. <laughs> All right, should we move on? That was the end of our uh, slaughter on site. That's it? For... That's a fun list. For our legendary creatures. Next In week, we will have the legendary creature generals. As your general, yeah. So that'll be... So if you're like, where is this and where is that? That and might we'll be, be like, week. that could be there, maybe. <laughs> yeah, please send what it is, and then if we don't have it on our list, we might try and put it on our list because we might have forgot about <laughs> there it. There are plenty. Like I already said, we're talking about like Gave Guru Spores is a, a card that we definitely missed. I don't know where I'd put it, but it's stupid. That's, that might go on to another list of most annoying well, cards. All right. So the the next part uh, that we move into is actually uh, on the article that I sent you earlier this week. And it was... I did read it. Yes. Where did I write that? Right here. Okay. So that was by Jason Alt. Uh, actually, it was from... Um, what website was it? MTG. Stop. Well, Fast Finance tweeted like liked their his tweet, but it's oh, okay. he wrote an article called the new spread, and so basically what the what that article was about. Kinky. It was, it was very interesting because what what this guy was talking about was he would go on EDH Rec and compare cards. When you look at on EDH Rec, they have the Card Kingdom price and the TCG price on the bottom to see what mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. they're generally selling at, and what he was saying is, look at those numbers, and if there's a big difference, discrepancy between the two, do some more investigation. Because if Card Kingdom's price is at, like, let's just say 20, but TCG is selling at freaking 5 or 10, well, there's something Why going on there. Why is there a discrepancy? So then you kind of go on to Card Kingdom, see what's going on. Is that really what's happening? Because sometimes they aren't updated with their stuff and all mm-hmm. that. And is really TCG at that price, or are they maybe sold out? Um, another thing you, you can do with that is look at card king. If that price is true, check out card kingdom's buy list price, because then hey, yeah, there's we a possibility of buying that card there and being able to sell it to card kingdom for making a couple dollars off of it, which yeah. that's not a big deal there. But if you, if they're already going to give you back the money that you're going to spend on that card, then there's no risk at all. Yeah, there's very little risk. So, but what what would you do? Well, the, so the reason what this is for is kind of for specking, but I think it's also a, a fair warning. 
if you're sitting down and looking at it. Um, so again, if we go with a card's $10 on TCG, but 20 on Card Kingdom, Card Kingdom is really in the know. And this, they talk a little bit about this in an article of Card Kingdom, Kingdom is one store. And TCG is multiple. Yeah, it's so vendors. Card Kingdom reacts quicker to like a buyouts type market, whereas TCG has many more cards available, many more people, and they're like, if if somebody bought out all my cards, I'd be like, well, I'm fucking out. I'm not going to adjust my price because I don't have any more cards. Yeah, and so it 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 that adjustment happens as the cheaper cards are bought out, and so. But with Card Kingdom, they're able they only to react put, a lot more if they so choose. And their their inventory, they only put eight out at a time. Yeah, exactly. So their inventory goes quick. So normally, so it's like when eight, you, eight, eight, and we're like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna double the price because yeah. this is getting crazy. I don't know where it's gonna land, and that makes a ton of sense for Card Kingdom to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that's actually a lot of times you can see if the prices are pretty close with Card Kingdom and TCG. If they're gone already on Card Kingdom, then it, like you just said, it takes a little bit for the TCG to dwindle out because mm-hmm. there's so many more vendors typically. Uh, so you can kind of see it happen at Card Kingdom first. Mm-hmm. But as you were going through the list, what did you figure out? You started to actually kind of put this to action, right? So, yeah, that's that's the main thing that we want to talk about a little bit here is uh, you go to – we were going – they, they said actually, go to EDH Rec. And so what, what I did was I sat down and kind of used that method of trying to kind of spec on the cards – and and so what I started out doing was just I clicked on a popular commander. Now this isn't in the article where they, they just go if you notice the card. Yeah, they just kind of describe go then you figure go, out how you want to do well, it. Well, you you can be a little bit more aggressive on that too. So if you pick the a popular commander, let's just go with a Traxa. That's basically always one of the top commanders that people are building with, playing with. It's very popular. And so theoretically popular cards in that deck are have the the most the most potential cuz it's most played most played in that deck and if there is that discrepancy between TCG and Card Kingdom it's easy to investigate and go hey we this card is has a very good potential because it is highly used mm-hmm. um, and i think if you go to like obscure decks or something that's not really popular at this point I don't think you're going to get nearly as much movement. So if you're just seeing something random, you're like, why is there a discrepancy? And you don't see it going in any, any deck or any anything. Deck, and you're like, well, that's just not real. That's an easy one, but it's not really focused. And that's what I was seeing. The problem with the article is it didn't really, and probably shouldn't tell you how to do it. Yeah. Cause then, Cause then he loses, they lose out on how the, what their tricks are and everything. Yeah. Well, I guess what that is to, piggyback on what you're saying there is if you aren't going with the popular ones and you're finding discrepancies with something who's gonna buy it you know like you go and buy a bunch of these and you're like all right well the price difference you know tcg out of this but card kingdoms this all right i'm throwing it up on ebay well no one's building that deck you know there's like 18 people building the deck who's gonna buy that card so that's another thing if i think you had me do the same. I was like, how did you... You are like, oh, I came up with like five to ten cards off of I, that. I looked through four decks, and I came up with nine cards within the hour. Yeah, I was like, and, this is this is a pretty solid method. And so then I was like, how'd you do it? And you're like, you figured out, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I did not call you an <laughs> no, asshole, you but I definitely was like, if you find something like a different way, 
and you kind of just came up with the same idea that I yeah. did too. So I did the find uh, the popular commanders. So I just went off of what the so I went off Tesa because that was the the weekly top commander and started going through that. Uh, then I figured out that that's what Lowry did because he told me what one of his picks was. Mm-hmm. And then I came across that towards the beginning of when I was going through Tesa of the first indiscrepancy or the discrepancy between the two was one of the cards that you talked about. And I was like, ah, this is what Lowry did. And so I kept going through and finding and so you some cheated other ones. And yeah. then <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, I like that idea too. I'm yeah, not going to do anything I did like original. four other methods first. I was like, well, this isn't working because I'm not seeing <laughs> that card. And then I came across that and I was like, ah, oh, there we go. That's what Lowry did. <laughs> See, I used my my brain there. <laughs> you could, what were the other methods you used? Uh, jerk off method. I don't mm. know. No, it isn't. Mm. That sounds pretty sketch. <laughs> Whatever card my semen lands on, that's the one I'm going after. <laughs> I mean, that's probably how some people travel the world. Like they just sperm on a, a globe. They're like, I'm going to go to there. That'd be interesting. That's the North Pole. You're terrible, Ann. I like how you said that. That's probably how some people travel the world. <laughs> like, that's actually a thing. There probably is. I mean, it's the world. There's... I'm sure there's a Reddit forum on it. <laughs> there will be now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably. Uh, all right. So an- another thing that I was thinking, like when I was going through, um, so I'm more of a trader than a seller. And so I'm on trader. I know you're a trader. I know you're a trader. I've uh, made deals with you before. bitch. T R A I T O R. That's not good. T R A D E R. See how that works. Trader. <laughs> Traitor. I'm not like some Americans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. No politics. Uh, <laughs> no politics. Uh, so. Um, sometimes when you're only focused on the trading market of, uh, card sphere or deck box, and that's where I kind of trade on, um, they have certain prices and those prices, uh, can be kind of like different in your head. Sometimes they're behind or ahead and they can be very different from the real buying or purchasing market like TCG or card kingdom. So, some of the standard cards are a little bit valued higher or lower. And so this also gives looking at EDH rec, it allows you to see more prices quickly and efficiently. Cause you can like, Oh, I can, I want to trade my siren storm caller at like four fifty, mm-hmm. but they're only selling at three fifty. This is hypothetical, but you're like, okay, so if I can trade mine for cheaper, that's fine because that's all they're being bought for. Mm-hmm. And so that allows you to, you know, uh, do a little bit of mental math, but be like, okay, you know what? I'm willing to take a loss on this because it's already dropping on the purchasing market. And so it allows you to be more aggressive with trades and the vice versa. If it's selling for higher, but it hasn't adjusted up to that higher price, you want to make sure that you're holding on to that card. Yeah. Um, so being able to just easily look at card kingdom and TCG and versus the trades of what's going on, that allows you to better know what you want to send or what you want to keep or what you want to get. Because sometimes, you know, I was able to, on Cardsphere, you're able to set a percentage of what you want your card at. Do they and, normally on Cardsphere, does anybody ever do 100% or more? Sometimes. Sometimes? Yeah, yeah. I feel like everything I saw on there was like... A ton of people just go for like 65%. Like, that's a huge place that I see. Mm. Um, and I, I used to only do 70% on higher. 
And I was like, I'm just, I'm getting nothing. So I lower it to 65. Sometimes I ask them like, Hey, I'll send you this at 70% or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've had I, me at 71 to 80%. I get new cards super fast. People are will like I said, I got a play set of Bedevil in three weeks. Nice. I've gotten Lyra Dawnbringer for eight dollars on there. Oh nice. At like eighty percent when it was down around eleven, twelve dollars. Like these are cards that can easily be gotten at a percentage. Um as long as you're willing to go a little bit higher than a lot of people. So uh but when when you're comparing these markets, you do want to know what you're trading because sometimes just the the trading site prices just aren't accurate, mm-hmm. and so that that I was finding to be kind of a nice thing, and it, it it's it's helpful in that regard. I guess one last thing I'll say with it, and I kind of mentioned earlier too, is look at when you see the the discrepancy between the two really check that buy list thing because that's another thing that one of the cards. What was the card that we were looking at earlier? That we were talking about, and I was like, "Well, oh, wasteland, wasteland." Would, uh, yeah, I, I cut that, but yeah, wasteland, wasteland on TCG. You can pick that up for what was it around 30, 30 bucks, right? Yeah. So on TCG, they're saying that you can pick up wasteland for thirty five bucks, and then on Card Kingdom, they're selling it for fifty, fifty something. You can you can get credit for yeah, they're selling it on Card Kingdom for fifty dollars, but you can which get is credit a huge percentage. It was for a dollar more. It was like thirty six bucks. Yeah. So that's not much, but the the thing is, is then there's no, there's no risk at that point because you, you buy into it and yeah, car kicking can change their prices. I know sure. that, but right then and there, their price is you more. Just turn around and sell You it. could make a so, buck off of it, but you got to pay for shipping and all that. So it really wouldn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. But if it's, if, if this was a card that was hyped and was on the potentially going up, you have no risk at that point, you know, cause that you're actually investing in something that the bottom line is a dollar more than what you paid for it but anyways that's that's one thing that you can kind of look into i haven't been using the buy list as much but actually i'm about to because we're about to see war of the spark come out and i have a ton of cards that <laughs> relate to planes no, I get there first <laughs> yeah so um but yeah anyways you got one more uh, thing or yeah i have two more notes okay. uh so what i was noticing with edh rec their TCG prices weren't always correct. Right, I did notice that too. Um, and so they were; they tended to be lower. That w- when you went and clicked on it and checked it out, they tended to be a percentage I off. Think that might more have to deal with. And I thought I read it in the article, but maybe not. That they're not up to date. Like they don't go by as soon as something sells, it changes. Like I think they yeah. only update their stuff once a day once every couple days for tcg yeah, so so that part could be a little slow and so just kind of watch on that too uh and then the last note i have is it it, it did create when i was going through edh rec it allowed me to see a ton of prices this way mm-hmm. and so if you're being aggressive on your specs and going what do i want to spec on now um and again, you go to your the popular commander or something that you're into and be like, well, this card's really good. Is there a discrepancy? Um, you have that potential for the cards to um, go up with that discrepancy. Um, and so you were just able to see a ton of prices at once that were proper or popular cards. That That's just kind of my biggest point is if you just cl- uh, click on a popular commander instead of going, what about this card? Yeah. that That's like 
too slow, too yeah. specific. Cast a wide net and then look for what you can find on the differences. That's what I'm kind of saying here. I, I'd say more of click on that commander, go through the top cards for that commander. Yeah. And kind I just of went there. through the entire list. Oh, there. you did? Oh, so yeah. I was kind of slowing down after it got through the top cards for that commander. You know, you have your other commanders that work with it and whatever but then it's the top cards kind of scroll through that and then you start whittling through and you're like okay now we're starting to get into the general of what this commander is but it's not used in a ton because it keeps getting lower and lower on the list yeah so i mean you you also have to take into regard it's it's not every card with a spread Mm -hmm. like that and and they in the article they talk about that's not the real term for spread and um you know sometimes there's a spread because a card just became popular. And at that point, it's like, well, you're already too late. Yeah. And what you want to do is, this isn't a super popular card that just spiked. This is something that has the potential to spike. That's mm-hmm. why you're specking. And so they do go a little bit of that into the article. Um, and so I, I, I thought it was a really informa- uh, informative it's, article. It's another unique way it's to a really kind good of look. Idea. And yeah. that's not the only way I'm going to spec at all. Like that's I'm going to continue doing the way I spec, but that's another tool that I might use. Yeah. And it, and it was kind of similar to, uh, I know like within the last, probably started back in February, uh, talking about just going through Card Kingdom's list and looking for cards that were underpriced in the popular range. It's kind of a similar idea. But because it's almost nicer because you're using... You're this is a lot two less work. Yeah, a you're seeing Card Kingdom and TCG at the same mm-hmm. time. And so you're instead of having to go back and forth between them all, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah, and this is... It's a lot more efficient. I don't know... It'll be interesting. I just kind of went through four decks, took about an hour, hour and a half, took some notes, like... Found nine to this. ten cards. Found, yeah, nine-ish cards. And again... Wasteland 35 versus 50, that's a huge percentage. That's probably the other thing we should talk about. It's percentage-based. Um, so I would say, like, sometimes there's, like, a card that's a buck on TCG, but two on Card Kingdom. You kind of want to go and look at the stock that it is on TCG. Yeah, yeah for sure. That's um, one of the big things you got to check. Because if it has, and, like, 500 copies, then... <laughs> yeah. And because, and that's where another place where you can try and find that buy list part is if it is a a wanted card for Card Kingdom, they're going to be more willing to pay for Mm -hmm. it. Card Kingdom is generally going to be more expensive anyway. And so you kind of got to wash that a little bit. And so it's like, oh, dollar to two. That's, that's iffy because they're just, they're a card store. They're going to kind of charge more. Yeah. Um, But if it's like 250 to five, that's a bit of a difference. Even that's a that's a it's a bit of a difference, but it's also a difference between one and two. Mm-hmm. Even though it's uh, two times increase. Yeah. So you got to kind of find that. But thirty five. Did you ever come across on ones where Card Kingdom was less, much less than TCG? Because um, he talked about that in the article, and I was like, you don't see that as often because Card Kingdom is one of the first places. Like if a card's yeah spiking, that's one of the places it gets emptied pretty quick. I didn't run across it very often he definitely gave an example yeah. in the article uh i don't remember what the card is i have it in my head but um it was a tasa jump basically. oh yeah 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 uh hollowed spirit caper uh, it doesn't matter yep yep and, it was the the one that i used yeah, yeah. the mix of spirits and I, I like if it's that way around then like do you just go over to card kingdom and buy it 
Like I've done that before with Card Kingdom, but that's off of a card that's spiking. So like yeah. TCG is already getting drained, and Card Kingdom now has the cheapest compared to TCG. Cause yeah, and when it's all in spiking, you're just going all over the place, just trying to find the trying cheapest to get one. Anyway. Just like I gotta get something, get it in my yeah. cart. <laughs> check out, check out, check out. So uh, that is fairly uncommon. Yeah, uh, it's, it's almost not notable. Yeah, um, that's kind of where I ended up. I thought it was a really cool, good idea. And so, and I and I thought it was a really well done uh, article. We'll, as well. we'll uh, have that on linked on here too as well. Yes, uh, but yeah, the more tools you have to use to figure out your specs, the the better. So we're just giving you some more tools because I'm going to use this, you know, occasionally if I don't have yeah. things that I currently. I, I think it'll be interesting to see how far down the list of popular commanders where I start going. Eh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that one, but like. I'd say 90% of them that I saw that had a spread that was relatively okay. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or you go and look at the stock and you're like, well, it's kind of low. Okay. I see why this is happening. Um, and so again, yeah, go and look at TCG stock, see if card kingdom sold out, uh, kind of do your due diligence. Don't just believe EDH yeah. rack numbers as well. So, uh, it's not definitely not perfect in the article. They mentioned another place, um, I don't, I don't quite remember that off the top of my head, but any, anything that's following graphs, like we, we do goldfish a lot and I yeah. think they were mentioning MTG stocks, Probably. which I that, haven't used a whole ton. I, I dabble in that dabble. I dabble. Okay. From here, there, here and there. All right. Should we move into our last segment? Smith specs of the week, guys. Ho, ho, ho. Smith specs of the week. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's do Smith specs of the week. All right. So my first one, I uh, actually talked about it in Instaspec. And let's see if I can say this. Sepulchral. Oh, I totally hit it. <laughs> <laughs> Sepulchral <laughs> Primordial. What? Sepulchral. There we go. <laughs> we, had, we had to look it up. Because so I was like, Sepulchral. Chupacabra. <laughs> uh, but I, I talked about this one in, or I in suspect on this one because here, here's the thing about this it is well I'll first tell you what the card is it's two black five colorless it's a five four intimidate that's not the main part of it when it enters the battlefield for each opponent you can take a creature from their graveyard and put it under your control onto mm-hmm. the battlefield uh, it's a good card I actually use this in a couple decks but when I, I came across this and I was like, well, there isn't a lot of inventory. I think there was only like 18 copies on TCG. Mm-hmm. And that was super, that, that's really low for a card like this. So I was, I was like, all right, I'm going to pull, I'm going to, I think I bought like six of them for five bucks. Foils is actually what I'm talking about. So this is from Gate Crash, and I'm talking about the foils. As soon as I bought those, I, and I bought a couple near mints, I buy, I buy light play and near mint when mm-hmm. I buy stuff. Mm-hmm. The near mint is what goldfish goes off of. I bought the, I guess, cheapest near mints. Of course, I bought the cheapest near mints. I'm not going to buy more expensive. That's stupid. But anyways, stupid. It, it spiked it. It jumped $2 immediately after I did that. Um, so what that tells you, one, there's a ton of, in, or not a ton of inventory. And so this card is just, there isn't much left. There's only 14 copies left. This is in 10,000 actually more than 10,000 EDH tags. The buy list, so remember I was just talking about the buy list. The buy list at Card Kingdom is the exact same price. It's at $5. $5. So you sit down and 50. just 
flip that and just get out of it. Just get out no of it if I don't think that it's going to do anything. But it's, it's very already up $2 yeah. uh, from when I bought it. It only has the one foil printing. Uh, what else do I have on there? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I talked about the spike. But the other part of it is like we also are seeing another card that's similar to it that's much better than it. The Rise of the... Dark yeah, Realms. Rise of Dark Realms is that just one's on went a spike up to like right 25 now. bucks. And yeah, that's a much better card. It's two mana more. You get to grab every creature from everybody everybody's graveyard and put it into play. Mm-hmm. This is a creature, like a body. That one's a sorcery, so it's a little different. But again, as this is a, a little bit more abusable, so like you can reanimate this from the graveyard or blink it or yeah. copy, it, like clone it. it. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can flash it. You can make it come really fast and oh. <laughs> over the globe. <laughs> yeah, know where it's going? Yeah. It's going to <laughs> Australia now. That's a weird angle. Not that I've done it. Go over the top and then... No, that, it'd have to go under the bottom. I believe you were always just supposed to like drill a hole through the center of the globe and then figure out what's on the other side, right? China? Or, sorry. Is it? Uh, say it like Trump. China. China. <laughs> China. No politics. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry. <laughs> China. Jesus. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. this The foils right now are sitting around five bucks. I still see it. There's a couple foils that are around the $5 range. I think this is going to be a ten to fifteen dollar yeah, card once this popular. is gone. Uh, ten thousand EDH decks—that's a lot. I, like I told you, I I use this in a couple of my decks. It's not a card. I I haven't used it yet, but it definitely uh, is kind of on the periphery. I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool card. Yeah, I mean, so, stealing. I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's good enough. A lot of people are using it. Yeah. So. And I guess I caused a spike, but I, uh, there's still copies. So yeah, that's no, the thing about goldfish about is a little frustrating for for me sometimes. Is again not always accurate. Yeah, it's, it's it okay to go and check. Goes off of and so eBay prices are at six seven bucks, so they're a little you know two dollars more. But you can still, like I said, TCG. You can pick them up for five bucks if you don't go for near mint. Light play, I think, is just as good because most of the time yeah, they're yep. in pretty damn good shape. Most of the time, and then. I mean, I've had it a couple a times couple, where yeah. I'm just like, "Hey, this yeah. card isn't light play. This, this is, is more moderate, moderate play." Like, oh, send me a send me a, a picture, and they're like, "Okay, we'll reduce the the price, yeah. or you can send it back." And I was like, "No, I'll just I'll take the price reduction." But yeah, I don't. Send I me typically a, like I had to do that with Card Kingdom last time too. Oh, really? They sent me a damage card. What? Yeah. No, that that's surprising to me because yeah, Card Kingdom is such. They're so anal about when you send them their stuff. They have the people grading your stuff, yeah. and they always mark it down. No, and they was, sent you. Uh, that's kind of shitty. So it is what it is. Yeah, you just call them and or not call them. I was like, <laughs> Give me a fucking manager. <laughs> no, I was just like, hey, this card's damaged, uh, and it was kind of hard to see. So like, it was a full art foil Steel Leaf Champion, mm-hmm. um, and there was just like dots in the corner and actually like a very hard to see crease in it as well. Huh. And, and so I was like, it was really hard, but I do look over the cards when I get them. Yeah. Uh, just because some, it, some of the stuff is really hard to see and you just want to bring the shit up though too. You don't want to wait. So they can be like, you some money then. Yeah. Nice. Not a ton. I mean, it was two fifty per, but still one. Yeah. Nice. Eh. All right. Uh, let's I'd move on to your, a, a your next card. spec. Uh, so my next one, or my first one, uh, and this came from the article. Or, the yeah, the article. The article that we just talked about with the spark. article of Moldiah. 
That's not a thing. Yeah, no, I definitely saw that. Actually, was one of the spreads that I scratched off because it was too expensive. Oracle is on there. Oracle on TCG, they're saying is thirty-two dollars, but on Card Kingdom is forty-five. That's a difference. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that's pretty expensive. (laughs) That's a difference. (laughs) Stating obvious things. Uh, So one that I was seeing that uh, had a pretty nice spread, in my opinion, was Anguished Unmaking. Uh, So on TCG, it was right around five dollars. Uh, but on Card Kingdom, it's sitting around nine, and this is non-foil at this point. Um, so I went and checked out the TCG. Um, there's still a ton for uh, non-foils, but it is used a lot in a lot of Commander decks. Um, but their promo foils were very low inventory; like it was under ten, uh, if I'm remembering right. You're saying TC- TC- TCG had under ten yeah, for the promo foils, like these sitting this? around. No, 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 not these ones. Oh, okay, so this gotcha, one, okay, gotcha. Okay. Uh, and those were sitting around like 6 $7 for the foil mm-hmm. promo. Now, there was a ton of foils and there was a ton of regulars, uh, even though they're pretty well. But they have a full art game day promo, and that's sitting on TCG. I think I got I got three of them for around $11. That's and what I was seeing I can easily too. see the promo <clears throat> foil that's like the, the, the stamp yep. one. Yeah. That one I can easily see going being bought out going up to twelve dollars. This one, the full art promo one, is why not go to the this one? Yeah, you know? this one can easily double if it becomes super popular. But this is really good removal, mm-hmm. um, and it's full art foil. It's it's a pretty card, uh, so I can easily see this one doubling, especially with it being a very heavily played card and attracts in many black white decks. Yeah. So um, that that spread made it interesting. It had me go look out, and then that's just kind of what I. Came well, up and it, it the, and I think any of the anguished on makings are decent buys in compared to uh, Card Kingdom. Yeah, it, the thing about anguish too is it's just been on the rise, you yeah. know. So it's over the last you know year, whatever year or two, it's been actually on a rise. So yeah, I think it's a good card to go yeah. after, and but this one's more of a longer term hold though a little bit right because we have the three i think i think it's just something that's going to slowly continue to go yeah, up. i don't I think, think you're going to get a buyout but i think people are going to continue to just where, go there's going to be awesome in this deck this it's going to be kind of what the article talks about where it's like oh that that's now a 20 dollar card what How the hell yeah, yeah like and i and i think your full art promo has the best, best. Oh. to do it um so yeah you did say it seemed a little more dark but I love the foil. Yeah, I do have one already, and it is not the most amazing foil, but it's still a really cool. It's not like our Galtas. No, no, Galta looks pretty, and the Steel Leaf Champion looks pretty. Like, yeah, definitely. And I think, do you did you get the EDH Rec decks? How many it was in? It was in a lot. I remember when I I looked at it. I, I don't remember. All of those numbers time. for any of these, but yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. My next one is, uh, it actually goes back to the love letter because when I was uh, I was emailing back with uh, Aussie oh, Nate. Playing, playing at instant speed. Yeah. Like, I like my deck too. It was like, yeah, that reminds me of my Rashmi deck. So Rashmi from Kaladesh, uh, the foil printing of this, this is sitting at, I was able to actually pick a few of these up at seven bucks a piece. It's in 5,600 EDH decks. There wasn't a ton of inventory. I think it was under 50 vendors actually had this one for uh, promos and the regular, just regular foils. So there really wasn't a lot on there. 
Um, buy list again. This one is another one where the buy list is the exact same price. So at seven dollars, basically yeah. at Card Kingdom. So and it says six fifty here, but I was seeing seven bucks uh, at Card Kingdom, or it might have been around, okay. or maybe, no, that's what it was. It was six fifty. So you're losing out fifty cents if you were to sell it back right now. I love doing that. Yeah, <laughs> just lose that. But the thing is, is like this card. It's not just an amazing commander. It's actually a pretty damn good card in general to be in your deck. It gives you some pretty solid card advantage. Because it, it, you you cast stuff on other people's turn. You're actually able to draw off of it or play off of it. It just... I don't know. There's there's so much to this card. Well, and another thing to look at when you look at kind of the graphs, wherever you're looking at a graph for the price, it's it's been steady for as long as it's kind of been out. It dropped for you know three months and then it just basically became steady and as a a pretty good solid utility card not a slaughter on site kind of card but maybe uh but it's not on there no it isn't (laughs) it is not on the list we created but uh this card has been steady for a while and so it has some pretty good potential to be going up as it's being more used more and more as well and it's it's a mythic as well i mean you could look at the non-foils you can get those for a dollar but there's a ton of there compared foil to non-foil there's a lot less inventory of course that's what you typically have but i mean there's hundreds and hundreds of uh non-foils um so and you're typically going to use this as your commander so everybody wants their commander to look pretty so your foils are the ones that people are shooting for and that's why the inventory is so much less um but yeah so i picked up like four of these and like i said the last time when i looked at the inventory was around 50 for both copies okay so all right your next one lao my next one is going to be an amazing card. <laughs> when it Waiting loads. for it to load. No. Okay, so <laughs> loading, I'll, just, I'll go off. Loading. Uh, Venser the Sojourner is uh, Planeswalker Blue-White, and your computer died. <laughs> and, uh, so the spread that I was seeing, and here I'll use the example. So on Card Kingdom, uh, the regular and the dual deck like foil promo of it, they're both going for $18. And... Uh, on EDH Rec when I was looking at it, they are saying $9 for the non-foil. I went and clicked on it. 12 is basically what you were able to get More it for. of what it was. Yeah, but still, that's not a bad... Um, and it was low inventory that I was seeing as well. Uh, you do have the two printings with the dual deck and the regular. Um, but I think you have some real potential. Yeah, it almost looks like it's already gone up like a dollar. Um, and so you're already seeing that little bump and I, I can easily see this going up to 18. It's a Planeswalker. It's Mythic. It's from an older set. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the only thing really keeping it down is that dual deck foil version. Uh, so I, I would definitely say that this is a card that can go up sooner rather than later. Now, I would almost say that... And this is used in a ton of Commander decks as well. I would say the dual deck one would be... Because it's a foil printing of it. Wouldn't that be... I mean, it's the same price as a non-foil... Personally, I would prefer to own this one the over foil. the non-foil. One thing, uh, I mean, I, I didn't go through and see what it is right now, but generally the dual deck stays right around where the non-foil, non-foil is. is. Yeah, They kind of curve a bit more than um, the regular foils. Mm-hmm. And also, like, the alternate art isn't always the best. This one's not a bad one with Venture the... It just show, looks like he's there. holding a bunch of jellyfish. Yeah. <laughs> No big deal, but yeah. yeah. Uh, NBD. <laughs> NBD. 
So he, uh, that's not how I talk <laughs> at all. I don't understand that. I don't know what you're... These, NBD, these... no big deal. <laughs> See, I got it. Um, but this one is, it's a really solid card. Used in a lot yeah. of decks, was kind of low on inventory, and uh, has all the makings of something that's going to match the card kingdom price of eighteen dollars. So you'll you'll see a a thirty percent increase. I dig it. I actually might. I like that. I didn't realize the foils were. See, and that's what I'm saying is like, you still want to dig around see if there. You know, the other printing kind of is going to help re- like suppress the the price a bit sometimes. Yeah. So, but this one it's generally going to trend up with the non foil version of it so always do your own uh research Research. on this kind of stuff too all right my last one has to deal with i was actually just finishing up going through all my cards and kind of sorting my collection i came across this card and i thought it was pretty interesting it's from an old set uh primitive etchings is from scourge and larry yawned while i was giving this one out Uh, um, that the, was yeah. That's the, a boring card. Uh, it's reveal you, the first card you would draw each turn. Whenever you reveal a creature card, so this would work well with Lowry's of uh, Evictus Asmati, no, or if you were playing not uh, like non-creature spells and Nikia as well. No, oh yeah, Nikia. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when you reveal a creature card, draw a card. So if you have a creature on the top, you get to draw an extra cur- card. And it doesn't have to be just your turn. It's anybody's turn. So anytime your first card you draw each turn. That's a good point. So the foils are at like a dollar right now. I was actually able to pick them up for a dollar. I picked up four of them for a buck. Um, the inventory still... Wait, did I have... It's primitive... Extra- no, that's another one that does not have a lot of inventory. Because it's an older card, too. So you have a lot of really cheap ones that are really beat up you know heavy heavy played you know moderately played i don't do anything mp it's normally lp or yeah, lp near unless mid. i'm desperate I yeah agree. uh but this card's pretty interesting there isn't used in a lot of edh decks so this could be maybe a. I wouldn't put it in our um it's not something that's going to go right away but it could be something good in but your you know collection. our um topic that we talk about with the underused underused cards i wouldn't put put it there but it's an interesting draw engine for green especially greens playing a lot of creatures and everything like that trying to think of like other ways to like draw cards on other people's turn like the only one i could think of off the top of my head was like sensei's divining top Mm -hmm. like set the top draw draw then draw sensei's again see the land and draw sensei's again so yeah so uh, it it has some interesting things to it it's very old set i don't see this being reprinted that, that's soon? probably the the biggest benefit is foil old set yeah interesting it's four dollars if you want to buy four of them that's all that's why i was like ah, i'll yeah. buy four of them there isn't a lot of inventory it could spike and i'll make a couple bucks off of it but i thought it was a interesting ad for a green draw that i haven't really used much i don't even it's not in a deck it's been on the cutting board of a couple decks but i never put it in yet okay so i'm telling you to buy a card that has never made it into one of my decks for eating but again the the ceiling or the floor is really low i know it's a dollar dollar that's the thing is it's been sitting there for a while like and it's an old card so anyways last one for you lao all right talking again about the uh the spread from the article idea that they talked about about the spread yeah baby uh so they're saying that uh on EDH rec, uh, Mana Confluence. It's a land that taps for any color and you pay one life when you're doing it. Uh, TCG has it around $10. Uh, and Car Kingdom has it at about 18 
Uh, and again, this is a really quite a good card. And uh, I can easily see this going up to the $18, $20 mark because I don't think it's going to see a reprint anytime soon. And that, that spread just kind of gives you a, a tell. You know what? This has some real potential to go up. Card Kingdom think it's going to go, and they're better than a lot of people at this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I didn't look at the buy list. That that could be a good one to see what Card Kingdom is buy listing it Looks at. like it's at nine. So, uh, you know what I'm actually just kind of noticing right now too is I need to start using Goldfish's sidebar a little bit more because they do have the eBay Channel Fireball and Card Kingdom on the right side there prices because mm-hmm. as you said 18 i was like oh is he reading right off of there or is he have it in his notes no he has it in his notes yeah. or off your head actually yeah that's a really good idea because i mean one thing that i never look at is the price of star city games at this point they're always super expensive mm-hmm. like it's not even especially in standard no point in even looking at it um now they do have good high quality cards and everything like that but that's uh, they're just always more expensive yeah in my in my experiences so, but uh, I, I think that's a good thing. Like, if you can find any place that has multiple prices for multiple places, you're always going to be able to compare and figure out what the best price is and if it's worth it, if there's big differences. Because even right here, uh, you're right, I don't think I've ever even noticed it. Yeah. Yet, but it's Card Kingdom, $18, Channel Fireball, $13, eBay, Buy It Now is ten sixty. a TCG player has it at nine ninety. Uh, that I mean, that's a really nice thing to go. Oh wow, there's kind of a big, uh, big difference there. Yeah, that's actually a pretty so, good. Uh, <laughs> why are cha- we channel fireball at 13 makes me go. Maybe it's not going to go up, but again, this is, it's a pretty good card. Well, it's I, still I a big difference between. Yeah. Like your lowest price, although when you scroll down, you can kind of see that TCG. There's some, but that's the thing is sometimes that actually isn't accurate when you look on goldfish and it says buy it now now, and then you go on actually tcg and it's it said seven not accurate well that's at foil oh it is well heavily played 724 so that actually has one copy at seven well but that's the thing it doesn't pull in the shipping your shipping also true yeah your shipping's 199 so that's kind of the false still nine bucks yeah so when you look at the side tab, though, this is correct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. TCG. So when you look at Goldfish's sidebar, I still think the the proper way to do it is find the card on um, EDH, EDH Rec. Yeah, and then you have a you large could, assortment of cards. Then you could pop on if you really wanted to see every single one. You could pop on to Goldfish as your secondary check. And see if it really is that on the sidebar that's there with the card. Yeah. That might be a quick Because understand this as well. EDH Rec is sponsored by Card Kingdom. Yeah. And whatever this article, they are sponsored by a company as well. Yeah. So there are going to be biases on where they're telling you to go and check out. Uh, We are not sponsored by anybody. So (laughs) We're sponsored by Goldfish. If you you would like us to be biased towards your website. (laughs) Hey, Saffron Olive. Yeah. (laughs) Come and check us out. (laughs) Yeah. Just tell us where to go. Uh, but um, more options, the better, as always. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I think that does it for this week, right? That's all our specs? Yeah. This is a long episode. No we way. Have, that was a great episode. We have another one to back this up. Was it? Yeah, we're that a, is a long we're one. long episode. Thank you for sticking around <laughs> for this long. That was a lot of discussion. All right. Let's get through these quick. So, <laughs> you guys can follow us on Twitter. At Commander Smith. You can email us. At Commander Smith on Gmail. 
and you can YouTube us, subscribe there. Like I said, April, we will be doing the drawing for the proxy. So anybody that's at, you know, subscribes to our page, we will put you in the drawing. Uh, and then you can also go on. Oh, I already did Twitter. Patreon. Patreon. Did uh, I do Twitter? Yeah. No, I didn't. I don't know. Yeah, I did. Hey, everything at Commander Smith. Yeah. Figure Patreon, out. If go we're on not there. there. Then ask us to be there. Last week Except for Instagram. Last, silly. last week for Patreon uh, proxy cards. So anything that was on this month, you can get. If you do five dollars or more, yeah. you can get two of them. So and we would really appreciate it if you're at Patreon and when you uh, and or just tell other people that you you like us and you listen to us. Yeah. Um, Spread the word. Get them addicted to us, and that's perfectly fine with us. Oh, that was one thing that we didn't announce. Uh, this month is beating mm-hmm. our most downloaded month. I think uh, I put you, that on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, you tossed that on Twitter. Yeah. So that's kind of – thank you, guys. That's yeah. that's awesome. Like, it's blowing our – well, <laughs> I need to finish that sentence really quick. It's blowing It's our, blowing our lo- – our No. Long, our, yeah. Over the globe. Yeah, it's beating our biggest month by that's far. Like the, third ejaculation choke we've had in this episode <laughs> we still have another episode after this oh, this is going to so be awesome fun. alright you guys can uh, check us out next week we will <laughs> see you later <laughs> I'm like thinking I'm like oh man we don't have another beer for the no, next episode alright well we'll see you guys next week yeah, thanks for listening see ya bye